Well, I'm so excited that you're here to join me for Voice of Breakthrough, this podcast. Podcast. So we are going to hit some powerful topics. Every single week, we will be having a new podcast with a new topic. So get ready. I'm telling you, this is great to exercise to. This is powerful to uh, listen to when you're cleaning your house or cooking that dinner or cutting the grass, which you could turn up loud on your, you know, your, your little iPhone or whatever you have there. Anyway, you're going to love this powerful, life-changing, every single week podcast of Voice of Breakthrough. share. It's really very personal. I didn't know I was going to share this until the Lord put this on my heart. And some of you've heard this, but I really felt like it's going to go along with things that God wants us to pray. Because after we do this, this YouTube thing, we're actually going to be having a prayer meeting here. And the topic is really, we've got to destroy the spirit of greed or money or the love of money or mammon, the word calls it. And the Lord calls it a Lord um, that's in our nation. And if we don't, The things we've been seeing going on with the banks and the stock market and all this is going to bring complete destruction to our nation. And so for those who are listening, I hope you start to pray. I hope you wake up. I hope you get serious. I hope pastors and leaders would begin to get their churches to really pray for our nation, for the economic health of our nation, for our nation not to suffer from the hands of corrupt government into a place of completely... Uh, losing everything. And we'll share that as soon as we go off of YouTube for those who are here for the prayer meeting. If you live in the Hampton Roads area, we're at uh, 47 Denby Boulevard, Newport News, Virginia, and you're always invited when you're in town. We have meetings all the time. Check us out at beautyforashes.org for all that information or follow our Facebook page at Cindy Foster Beauty Freshest Ministries. Okay. So I didn't know I was going to be sharing this until very few minutes ago, but When I asked the Lord, why would you give me so much authority to pray against such a big principality as what you call a Lord? He said, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve two Lords. You'll, you'll, um, the actual scripture says, um, Luke 16, 13, no servant is able to serve two Lords for either he will hate the one or he will love the, uh, and he will love the other or he will, and he will cling to one and will despise the other. You are unable to serve God and mammon. You are unable to serve them both. Does everybody get that? You cannot. And we have entered into a time in our nation and in the end time move of God where you're going to have to choose. And what you're choosing is serious because right now our whole nation is shaking and the biggest Lord, uh, demonic spirit that he's calling a Lord here is, which is a very big principality, is uh, our nation serves money. Does everybody agree our our nation serves money more than they serve the Lord? And it's also sad to say that many in the church and many church leaders and denominations serve money more than they serve the Lord. And they do things with a mixed motive. So I'm going to talk to you about how I learned to, how this scripture became true in my life that I wasn't able to serve two lords. I'm going to have to hate one and love the other, cling to one and despise the other. You cannot serve them both. And so people ask me sometimes, and you can find this on my spirit aside a tragedy, but that video is so old now, the quality is not good. But 
when I, um, when my daughter died, Lauren, when she was seven, this was like quite a few years ago in 1992. Um, and I was shocked because I was walking in faith. I was a faith teacher. I, I really didn't think anything bad could happen to me. And so I asked the Lord, um, even before they had removed her body from our yard, a tree branch hit her in the head. You can find all that in my book, Joy Comes in the Morning, which you can get on Kindle, the new edition, or you can go to our website at beautyfreshes.org, and I think you can order the old edition there. But when, um, so even before, I'll never forget, because the house we lived in, then you walk down a few stairs into the family room, and I walked down into the family room, and my daughter's body was just right outside, um, this, the porch off of that room and they hadn't removed her body yet because they couldn't find the corner. That's another story. And I said to the Lord, why did this happen? Why did this happen? And, and I, and I knew enough to know, Lord, you don't do this kind of thing. You're not evil. And Satan is defeated. And the priests of the home and all those kind of doctrines are not from the Lord. And so this isn't my husband's fault. We both were able, should have been able to hear God. He would try to get through to every person who had authority to stop evil. And so, so I knew that this came down to me. Now, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I really encourage you, check out our mentorship, our partner page at beautyfreshes.org and look at the teaching on condemnation because if you live in condemnation, you're not in the kingdom. You cannot in Christ. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So you can find out how much you're in Christ Jesus many times just by seeing how much you live under Con poor me or I can't believe that or forgive me. All that stuff is condemnation. Okay. That's letting the enemy still tell you and judge you and try to control you. So that was not in my life, thank God. And so I knew, I said, Lord, show me what happened. Now people say, well, God will not show you those things. He will if you ask. And you're not trying to change scripture and you're not trying to defend yourself. You actually ask because you want to know. And of course you have to hear God and know his word to, for him to speak with you on things. But so I said, Lord, what happened? And then he brought to my remembrance that um, a week before she died, a man from our church, and I, I'm not, I am, I've totally, I never for one second, honestly, felt it was their fault, just so you know, because the enemy could find anyone who still operates in serving, trying to serve uh, money and God. And so he's going, there's people in churches everywhere, there's people everywhere you go in Christian ministry everywhere who are serving both God and money. And so it's a, it's a setup to, to, to have to make a choice. Do you want God or do you trust? Are you trusting God right now as things are shaking for real, not pretended faith, or are you trusting in your money? And I don't have time to teach all that in this one little session, and then we're going to pray. But most of us know that a lot of people vote more for the economy than they vote for um, uh, saving babies. And, and keeping freedom in the church. And, and, and then some people vote for the government taking care of them, which is wanting money, instead of caring about God says, thou shall not murder, and that he wants us to take the gospel to, the, to all the nations. 
And so you have to really get honest. You know, the biggest thing about taking it to the altar is to go before the Lord and say, show me, show me me. Now, remember, when you ask God to show you your heart, he's probably not going to just send out butterflies and little heart pictures, you know. It's, it's probably going to be a little bit of a moment of, oh, my goodness, is that in my heart? Because the Holy Spirit loves us and he convicts us of all sin. And but then he comforts us and changes us and changes our heart and we get closer and closer to God. So before, so when this person came to my house, they, they were in a lot of financial problem and debt, really bad. I had no idea. Not that it would have changed us. We just had them over because there was somebody from the church and they, we thought they just wanted to come by. Actually, my husband and I aren't really big on uh, having a big social life. and We had three little kids, but they kind of made themselves, they're going to come by. And um, they wanted to sell us insurance, life insurance. And I'm not saying whether to get life insurance or not. I'm not getting into those personal choices you get a choice to make in our nation. But his motive wasn't to help us. His motive was to make money. And I see this all over the church. There's multi-level marketing things. They're selling products that they, if you use this oil, you'll get healed. Well, my goodness, by his stripes, I'll get healed. Now, that's okay if you want to substitute something to help you out with something. I'm not against any of those things. It's what is your motive? What is your motive? The church has got to get a pure motive. And we all have to get a pure motive. And I did not have a pure motive back then, okay? I did not have a pure This scripture became really real for me. This spiritual law became real for me. Because after this person came and told us, you know, um, he, he could tell right away because my husband has really good insurance that that wasn't going to get him a signed contract. So all of a sudden he sees our kids and he's like, you know, your children could die like that and you need insurance to bury them. Do you know how expensive a funeral is? Well, he just spoke death over my kids. Now, I didn't understand all that back then like I do now, but the power of life and death is in your tongue. And what you come in agreement with or don't cancel has got power to destroy you. And so the spirit of greed and his heart and his need for money and, and, and trying to mix that with, with church, he, uh, we were his victims and he was a predator. And I just encourage everybody, whatever you do, you need to make sure you're doing it with the heart of God. And if it's something you can't do, and stand before the Lord and say, I did that with the right heart. Get a different career. Get a different job. If you can do it, and you know what you're doing is really uh, for God's glory, and you can do it in a way that's not releasing uh, perversion or death or anything else, then praise God, because it's about the heart. So anyway, um, I had just been praying right before this happened, because my heart wasn't right. And I said, Lord, I wanted to be in ministry so much. I just had such a burning desire to be in ministry. I was called when I was like 12 years old. And, and, um, and uh, I, just, I, I just knew I wanted to preach the gospel. I just got so on fire for the Lord when my daughter was born. 
And it was by grace. It was just, I don't know what happened. It's just all of a sudden God's calling me. So for those who are believing for their children to really get hungry for God and go after God, just trust him. Just keep praying. Keep believing. God really knows how to get you. And you really can't take any credit for it. I wasn't sitting around even thinking about God when God was thinking about me. And so, um, so anyway, so I, I remember praying just before this was set up for this insurance salesman to come. Lord, it, I, I said, I just need the money to, to do this, to go out there and be this minister, Lord. I just, if I just had the money. And then I thought, Lord, put me in ministry or take me home, which means to, to kill me. And I'm sure the devil's like, yeah, let's do that. You know, and the Lord, just like in the book of Job, he goes, no, you can't do that. But you can set up a situation based on what's in her heart. Because see, that was greeted my heart. Why? Because of course, when God wanted to open the doors, he'd give the finances. He'd give the resources. I had it backwards. I thought if I have the money, then I can serve God. Oh, no servant is able to serve two lords. How many know this is a real problem in the church in America? Probably everywhere. So, and there's no condemnation in Christ. This is what the Lord told me when I asked him what happened. And he showed me the setup. God showed you that? Yeah. Some people aren't ready to hear why what happened to them happened to them. And so, after that prayer, the enemy was able to set a trap for me because of what was in my heart, which was greed or the love of money. If I have the money, I can serve you, God. If I have the money, I can do this. Do you understand? No, if I serve God, he'll give me the money, and he does. If I live for God, if I obey God, if I walk in God's ways, he's going to take care of me. He's going to take care of you. That's the season we're in in our nation. We have got to begin to trust God to take care of us in bigger ways than we've ever had to believe before. So anyway, so then um, right after that, as soon as this man said, your children could die like that, I knew I didn't know the Lord like I do now. I didn't have that strong of teaching and understanding of God's truths, but I knew enough to know something felt really wrong about that. And I really felt like the Lord spoke to my heart and said, break the power of that. Now, I had a lot of teaching back then about the priest of the home and the husband, all this kind of thing. And, and whether it was really the Lord, whether the Lord was just speaking through uh, my belief there or what I had, the doctrine I had heard, or, but he said, I really felt in my heart, oh, as soon as he le this man leaves, John and I are going to pray together and break the power of this word. There's, that would have been awesome. So I do believe now, though, I could have taken authority right then. I could have said right then, wait a minute. I just break the power of what you just spoke. And I break the power of even needing to think about funerals for children. And I cancel this assignment in Jesus' name. How many know the boldness I walk in today? That would not be hard. But back then, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I wasn't sure. I didn't have the confidence in God and his word that I have now. So let me say this. Don't take lightly when someone curses you or your children. You don't have to be hateful. You should never be hateful. But you can certainly say, well, I break the power of that in Jesus' name. 
or I cancel that assignment in Jesus' name. And mean it when you say it. It's not a formula. It's a revelation that this was spiritual and I'm breaking it now in Jesus' name. So I didn't know that. So the Lord's telling me, you know, when that person came and, and cursed your, your children, I told you to break the power of that word. And you didn't do it. And all of a sudden I relived that week and I realized, oh my goodness, right after that, and I was ready for this person to get out of my house to break the word. This person hands me a multi-level marketing, how to make money off your friends marketing scheme. Well, for one thing, the Bible says, if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. Or if he doesn't desire to work. If you want, if you want a handout when you could go work, God says you're worse than a heathen. And so we have to break away from the systems of our world that try to tempt us to not be obedient and trusting God. What is that again? No servant is able to serve two lords. How many know things are crumbling and shaking and crushing? And how many know a lot of the situation that people are in in our nation is because of the enemy trying to get people who know God to serve two lords? And so we're watching it shake. So all of a sudden, I, everything else just went out of my head. All I could think of is, oh, this is an answer to prayer. If I could get all these friends I know and all these people who hang out with me, if I could just get them to sell this product, and it doesn't matter what the product was, if I could just get them to sell this product, I make a percentage of that product, and pretty soon I'll have money coming in for ministry, and that was my intention for it. And, and that, that's an answer to prayer. How many know that wasn't an answer to prayer? How many know that was revealing my heart and the evil in my heart and a generational curse of greed in my heart? I had no idea it was there. So I'm standing there in, in, my, in, the, in the family room. My daughter's body's still outside and the Lord's telling me this. And he's like, you didn't break the power of those words. And all of a sudden, I just remembered the whole thing flooded me. I started thinking about how to make money and how I could go into ministry. Guess what, you guys? The Bible says for either he will hate the one and he'll love the other. I hate it and hate to this day ever serving mammon. And everybody knows I hardly make any salary. I didn't take any salary for years doing this. There's nothing wrong if God has me to, but I never want, and I tell this to the Lord, even all the things he's blessed me with, if it has to go, let it go. I don't want an idol. I don't want any of the many blessings God has given me to be an idol. And we have to get to that place to want only God. Because guess what? Nobody, no matter how deep into the, uh, Dark ages were, are not dark ages. How deep we are in deep darkness, the whole world being covered. They cannot take Holy Spirit out of me. They cannot take away the kingdom of God. They cannot take away the one that I love. And that's going to become really real. That's why the shaking is going on. The Bible goes on and says, you'll cling to one. Guess what? From that day on, I've been clinging to Jesus. That's been 30 some years ago. I've been clinging to Jesus. And guess what? I despise the other one. 
I despise evil. I despise it. That's why I don't have a whole lot of, oh, that's okay. I, it's not okay if you sin. It's not okay. Ask why you're doing what you're doing. It's not okay. Why serve the enemy? Despise him. Stay as far away from his stuff as you can. And it's very clear. You're not able to serve God and mammon. How many know it looks like a lot of people in our nation have been able to do that? How many know God is going to um, tear the down? He says, being lovers of money, the Pharisees also heard all these things and they derided him. And, and he said to them, you are those justifying yourselves before men. Well, we've been talking about the word justifying. But God knows your hearts for the thing highly prized among men is a hateful thing before the Lord. Wow. I mean, can get conviction just on that. See, that's what the word is supposed to do. The word is supposed to go in and say, you know you have this issue. You know that mess you got in has to do with this. You know that thing you were going after, whether it's chasing after a husband or chasing after a job that God's not called you to or trying to get into this. Do you understand what I'm saying? These are things that are going to destroy you in this time and season if you don't get your heart right with God. Because he says you cannot serve God and mammon. And he's going to really hit the leaders in the churches and churches. There will be churches that are going to lose their lampstand or their anointings. And a lot of churches are going to fall because there won't be money. Because that's what they depended on. That's what they marketed. That's what they preached to. That's, that's their motivation. And it took a long time for the Lord to really deliver me from all that. Because it's easy for people to sit there and say, well, I would never do that. But not when you're paying other people's paychecks. And not when you've got buildings. And not when you've got ministry and awesome things you're doing for God. And he wants you to believe for more money than you ever thought you could believe for. Don't anybody judge anybody. Let's just get our hearts right and pray for each other. So anyway, so in this situation, I, I, I knew where I had missed the Lord. And I'm not going to go more into the, the, to the whole story, but right there he told me, it was your love, it was you trying to serve God and money that set this up for the enemy to attack and to be able to, um, in my daughter's life, right in front of me, prematurely now he couldn't take her soul and he couldn't take her spirit she belongs with jesus she's had a wonderful wonderful abundant life in heaven and we found this powerful god whose grace is more than enough he's a his grace is abundant and anyone who knows me would never would ever say i never even knew she had a bad day i never even knew she went through something so horrible because my god is so good and so i just wanted to share that on this and I want to encourage those who are watching this go check out beautyfreshes.org and look at some of the teaching look get under the mentorship or partnership page and you can go and find this teaching and much more teaching to really help us in the day that we're living in and I just want to encourage everybody we need to pray for our nation and we need to pray that the spirit of mammon over this nation bows its knee to the king of kings and the lord of lords amen Now, if you love this teaching, then you better say you love this teaching. Then we want you to check out our web at beautyforashes.org. There is so much teaching there, and there's a resource uh, library there. And also, check out my Facebook page at Cindy Foster Beauty for Ashes Ministry. We'd love you to partner with us and come along for the ride into the apostolic. God bless you.